Welcome to Qualgen's podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness related, including hormones, pharmaceuticals, health trends, and ways you can help better your life. Hi, everyone. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. Today, I am talking with Dr. Carter Abbott. Dr. Abbott started his clinic, Omaha Med Spa, over 14 years ago, where he has devoted his full attention to offering the Omaha area the best choices in aesthetic treatments, weight loss, hormone replacement, and sclerotherapy. Dr. Abbott has practiced as a family physician in both Canada and the United States. This year is his 38th year as a physician. Dr. Abbott, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Yeah, I'm excited for you to be here. So how did you get started and what made you specialize in the field that you are in now? You know, I was in my late 40s and I just needed a transition. I've done a lot of different uh, uh, things in my career as a family doctor, rural and urban medicine. And this was a growing field and I decided to to take the plunge. So that was 2006 and uh, we're doing great. That's awesome. There's such a need. I mean, especially now med spas are just growing like crazy and everything in the med spas. It's just, it's great. It's awesome. (laughs) Yep. I mean, people want to look their best. They want to feel their best. And that's, that's really sort of why I started looking at a weight loss program, but it also had a very personal beginning as well. Okay. Well, let's talk about that. You started the owl diet. So what is it and why is it called the owl diet? Yeah, let me give you a little background. So it was uh, about 2008, and I'd been wanting to lose about 20 pounds, and I hadn't been successful at it. Mm-hmm. And as a doctor, you would think I would know better. But unfortunately, in medical school, they don't teach you a whole lot of nutrition. And so I just tried the usual thing of eating better and exercising more, and I couldn't lose it. Around that time, there was a lot of popularity of a diet just called the HCG diet. And despite my skepticism, I decided to look into it. And we sort of, we sort of looked at that as a starting point. But right away, I found that the very low calorie diet of only 500 calories per day was too strict. So, so within a matter of days, we were increasing our calorie intake to where we are today, which on the active part of the diet, it's about 800 calories per day. Uh, and, and then combining a variety of different medications with that. But anyways, the the personal trial, both my wife and I lost uh, about 20 pounds each in five weeks. Oh, wow. We've made some permanent food behavior changes. Uh, We rolled it out and it really needed its own name because it was not the original version of the HCG diet. Mm -hmm. So I gave it the name the OWL diet, which stands for Omaha Weight Loss, which of course is where I'm from. Uh, And I like OWL. It's easy to remember. It is. And the OWL is wise. (laughs) And, you know, it's just great for coming up with logos and that type of thing. So it's it's been a good branding process for us as well. Uh, and I've now written two books on the topic as well. Oh, awesome. So what are the books? I mean, is it do the books just kind of go into what the owl diet is and in depth about it all? So the books are written for the masses. I wrote it at the grade eight level so everyone could benefit from the information. And it really covers a lot of topics such as, you know, why do we become overweight, medications to help, um, motivation, how to deal with hunger, how to permanent weight loss, medical problems and obesity. But obviously, the most important part of my diet is how we eat. Mm-hmm. So I wanted a diet plan that would be safe, effective, that people could lose weight rapidly. Mm-hmm. 
uh, that they could succeed, that they would learn some permanent food behavior change. And that's really where we're at today. I mean, dieting is never easy, but the average person we see needs to lose around 50 pounds. So they are not going to be content losing one or two pounds a week. We have people who are over 300 pounds. They have the advantage that they lose weight very quickly. So mm-hmm. I saw a lady on Saturday and she's lost 18 pounds in two weeks. But that's not typical. You know, she started, she started over 300 pounds. So our average woman who follows the program will lose about 15 pounds a month the average man around 20. Wow, that's a lot. What role does exercise and gender play when they're trying to lose weight? So I learned a lot after treating the first several hundred patients on the OWL diet. And what I quickly saw is that we about 80% of the people we see are women. Mm-hmm. And it's not women because they're bad eaters, it's their DNA. Mm-hmm. And these women are typically mid-30s and older. They've often had one or two kids. And what they will tell me is that strategies that would have worked in their 20s or early 30s don't work anymore. So the exercise science is fascinating. It shows for women at around age 35, it's like there's a switch that flips and exercise stops working as a good, effective way to lose weight. So it's not that exercise is bad for you, but Mm -hmm. the path to weight loss for women after age 35, 40 and older is more calorie reduction. So that's the path that we go down with them. Is that related to menopause at all? So the science doesn't explain why these findings are there Mm -hmm. because men in their 40s and 50s get to eat more food than women, which is not fair. (laughs) So if a woman lives with a man, it's not fair, but that's the way it is. They have to realize that. Also, men in their 50s and 60s can walk and lose weight, whereas women won't tend to succeed. So we have women who... You know, they're in their 40s and they hire trainers and they do yoga and Pilates Mm -hmm. and they're getting very fit and it's great for their overall health, but they're not losing that last 15 or 20 pounds of stubborn Mm -hmm. fat. So they're probably, to answer your question, there probably are hormonal reasons for this. Mm -hmm. So we know that also by age 40, men and women are producing testosterone, but less of Mm -hmm. it. And so that physiologic decline I think in some people can be a factor with increased mid-body weight gain. So testosterone is one of the treatments that we offer. It's not a magic bullet, but a lot of people feel an awful lot better on testosterone in terms of energy, emotional wellness, sleep, libido, all these things, mental clarity, as, as you probably know. Yeah, so the gender issue is huge. It really is. The exercise piece is that when you do 800 calories per day, you actually have to cut back on your activity level. So we allow mild activity. Mm-hmm. People who are couch potatoes, I say, look, you got to get up and walk, try and walk 30 minutes a day, take the dog out. But other people who we see typically, we actually have to, we have to ask them to dial back their level of physical activity, because mm-hmm. if they do cardio and they cut calories to 800 per day, it's not safe. They're going to get weak, dizzy, lightheaded. They could faint mm-hmm. and exercise induces ravenous hunger. And we cannot curb that kind of hunger. So people who covertly try to exercise and do my diet, they will fail at every time. 
because they're having to eat mm-hmm. more food. So it's an interesting message to have to convey. Yeah. It seems <laughs> counterintuitive uh-huh. to the old autocrum to say, exercise more, eat better. But you have to realize the people I'm seeing are needing to lose an average of 50 or more pounds. Right. And they're quite frankly, most of them aren't exercising that much anyways. Mm-hmm. So the message is, it's not that exercise is bad for you, but as a woman, your path to weight loss is going to be calorie reduction. And while you're on 800 calories a day, you do mild activity. Once you achieve your weight loss goal, then we want you to become more physically active. That's the time to start doing more. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, exercise science also tells us that the best form of exercise for most people is to walk and stretch. Mm -hmm. And now they're showing even 5,000 steps a day imparts health benefits, uh, life, you know, expanded lifetime survival. It's fascinating. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the 10,000 step per day thing, that's great, but not everyone can achieve it. But on four or 5,000 steps a day, you're still going to get benefit. So yeah. exercise is good for your health after you hit your weight loss goal. It's good for your emotional well-being, your joints, your heart, your blood sugars, your blood pressure, and so on. We all know that. Absolutely. Do you ever use medication during the owl diet? And if so, what does that consist of? And how do you decide what works for who? So if someone buys my book on Amazon and tries to follow the 800-calorie healthy eating diet on their own, they'll usually fail because that's very hard to do because of hunger and people will feel hungry and weak and tired. So the beauty of seeing a physician on this program or a provider who can prescribe drugs is we have access to several treatments. And today we've transitioned away from HCG and we use Phentermine in just about all of our patients mm-hmm. unless there's a medical contraindication that they can't take it. So Phentermine's FDA approved. It's a pill. It's been around for a very long time, Mm -hmm. longer than I have been a doctor. Years ago, it was combined. A lot of people like Phenermine, I've heard of that, and they remember Mm Fenfen. And you may be too young to know about that. (laughs) Back in the 1990s, doctors did prescribe Phenermine with a bad drug called Fenfluramine. And Fenfluramine was the bad one, and it caused heart valve defects in some people. So the nickname was Fenfen. So fenfluramine went away. Phenermine is still on the market. It is very helpful. How does it work? Phenermine is a stimulant. It increases your metabolism and rate of calorie burn. But what's really helpful for a lot of people is it also helps their hunger. Now, once mm-hmm. they're on 800 calories a day for a few days, they go into ketosis, which is a good thing. Often their hunger goes away. But I ask them to keep taking the phenermine because it's going to help increase the calorie burn and the rate of mm-hmm. weight loss. So phenamine for everyone, unless there's a medical reason against it. Do they stay on the that medication the whole time during the diet? So we follow all the FDA rule on this. So the FDA correctly says it has a low addictive potential. Mm-hmm. So they can use it daily for up to 60 days. Okay. And then we mandate a two-week pause. And then if they need to lose further weight, they can restart yes. it. It is only for active weight loss. Obviously, this is not a long term drug that you should be taking. So next in line would be in popularity, vitamin B12 shots. Why? It gives Mm -hmm. people energy. B12 is non-toxic. It is in a lot of energy drinks. But as we get older, our body's ability to absorb B12 from our diet diminishes. So the best way to guarantee delivery is to inject it. 
And most of our patients learn to do that at home. Mm -hmm. Very affordable. Next in line and very popular is a shot called Lipo B. So Lipo B has got a shot with vitamin B12 in it, but also three lipolytic materials or chemicals that are abbreviated MIC. So they're all four things into one shot, but we give that to patients at the med spa and they get that one weekly. And the lipolytics help drive the fat burn too. They're awesome. Next in line probably would be an old drug called Topiramate, Topamax brand name. Topiramate's been around for decades as well. Got FDA approval initially for seizure disorder. Today is probably used mostly for weight loss and reduction of chronic migraine headaches. It has a side effect that people tend to lose a few pounds. Mm -hmm. And we don't know why that is, but it's a drug that we can use. So we do use that occasionally. Testosterone, as we mentioned. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we do still use a little bit of HCG. HCG today is a lot more expensive because as of April of 2020, the FDA passed a ruling that it could not be compounded. So you have to buy HCG in a brand name, big pharma version, and mm-hmm. that's inherently going to be more expensive. Am I giving you too much information? <laughs> Absolutely not. There is no such thing as too much information. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, it's and I'm so used to talking about it that it just flows out. Yeah. No, it's great. I haven't heard of half of this. So it's, it's awesome because I'm sure there are so many other people that haven't heard of it either. <laughs> How important is it when going through a diet to have supervision and support? So we find that's really important. Mm-hmm. If, if a doctor just gives a patient phenamine and says, eat better and exercise more, they'll lose a few pounds, mm-hmm. but they're not getting a, a diet program that works, a food program. So we have a food program that works, but it's very important that we educate patients at their consultation how they are to eat. They have to follow that. That's the most important part of the program is how we eat. And then people need counseling, support, encouragement, and I think they need accountability for the first few weeks. Mm -hmm. So we do ask them to come in weekly. We tell them they're paying for those visits. Make sure you come in and take advantage of that. So people who are seen regularly definitely do better. Medical supervision is important because of the prescription drugs we're using too. So with phenamine, you want to make sure they're not getting anxiousness, heart palpitations, elevated blood pressure. And a lot of our patients have type 2 diabetes and we have to adjust their medications literally day one of the diet, which is a good thing. We're seeing Mm -hmm. people who they lose enough weight, they can shed their diagnosis of diabetes or with hypertension, lower the dose or maybe end up on one drug instead of two or three. So that's the exciting thing about weight loss is everything gets better. You know, you not only do you look and feel better, but your health is improved dramatically. So yeah, the medical supervision piece I feel is important. Absolutely. I totally agree. It's kind of like when you hire a personal trainer, you feel more like you have to go to the gym to see the personal trainer because you're paying for it. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I agree. Totally. How does someone make a diet a permanent change in their life? So we have high success in the diet, which I find amazing because I think, first of all, dieting's hard. It's mm-hmm. not easy. And then what I've learned personally, as well as professionally, is that permanent weight loss is not easy. It's not a given. It's not automatic. It's very easy with human behavior to relapse 
and that includes food behavior. And we are constantly surrounded by food in our culture. We enjoy food with our family, our friends, our community, our co-workers. Uh, so it takes a lot of focus and discipline. Permanent weight loss does mean you have to make some permanent long-term changes, which for everyone is going to be a little bit different but it's going to be portion control. For example, on the diet, we do seven ounces of lean protein a day. Well, it turns out, unless you're going to be a marathon runner or do heavy bodybuilding, you really don't need more than seven ounces of lean protein a day. So long-term, we should set that as a goal. And that's not a lot of protein. No, it's not. <laughs> compared to how we eat when we're in our teens and 20s. Mm -hmm. So the long-term changes are hard. Our most successful dieters, what I see is they will gain five or 10 pounds because life happens. Mm -hmm. And then I encourage them to come back, do another 28 days on the program, shed those pounds. You know, don't let yourself gain back 30, 40, 50 pounds because mm -hmm. that does happen obviously too. But you're right, it is a challenge. And as people lose the weight and feel physically better, hopefully they can become more physically active in maintenance as a tool towards wellness and hopefully keeping some of the weight off. Mm -hmm. So the studies, again, for women are fascinating. It says you're 35 or older, exercise isn't going to work well for you to lose weight, but it works well for you to keep your weight off. So that's the conclusion there. Unfortunately, it's not easy. Yeah, I feel like especially with that age and people start working out with their husbands or significant others or whatever, and they start to get angry because they lose weight so much faster than they do. It's really hard. I mean, most of the women I see are married. They live with a man or have a boyfriend. And I think most of the guys don't realize how hard it is for their girlfriends and wives and partners to mm -hmm. manage their weight because the, the men will typically just do more exercise or you know, cut out pot for a week and they'll lose a few pounds and it won't be that easy mm -hmm. for that woman. And if, you know, they both sign up and do a, a boot camp type of activity, the men will lose weight really quickly mm -hmm. and the women won't. And uh, it's, it is frustrating. Absolutely. It can become discouraging. And then that's a mental battle in itself. Absolutely. How important is it for someone to maintain a healthy lifestyle? So healthy lifestyle is what we're talking about. You know, you just have to continue to eat better to, to make good food adjustments. And I have people who start the diet who say to me, I really don't eat vegetables. And I say to them, well, you have to eat vegetables to lose weight. And you're going to have to eat vegetables to keep your weight off. If, if you don't learn to like some vegetables, you're just never going to master this problem. So, you know, I have some some tips, maintenance tips that I like to share with people. And one of them is I think some foods we have to retire. Uh, and it depends what you like. If it's deep fried foods or French fries, these things have to go. Buying chips has to go. Regular soda pop has to go. Now, realistically, you go on a vacation to Cancun, you're going to have some guacamole and chips. You're going to drink a bit more alcohol and you're going to gain two or three pounds. That's okay. But that's a treat. That's not part of your regular day-to-day -day lifestyle. Watching portion sizes, we talked about protein, eating lots of fruits and vegetables. Our bodies are built to eat healthy, fresh food, not all this processed stuff. Nuts are high in calorie. A lot of people think because nuts are good for them, they'll eat lots and then they're surprised to find that they're high in calorie. So on the diet, we really don't eat nuts. Mm -hmm. But in maintenance, I think the healthy nuts to eat in small quantities are almonds, 
walnuts and pecans. So those are the ones. Peanuts, not a good idea. Peanut butter is for kids and grandkids. It's not for people in their 40s and 50s. It has to go. (laughs) Bread and grains. You know, I grew up in a culture that you always had a slice of bread at dinner with Mm -hmm. butter on it. And of course, we don't do that anymore. But we did with our kids when they were young, because that's how we grew up. And in those old rural agricultural settings, people were so physically active that they could get away with that. But today Mm -hmm. we have to cut back on the breads and grains. If you eat eggs, eat the whites. 90% of the calories are in the yolk. So I think egg whites are a great source of protein. Dairy, low-fat cheese. I'm a huge advocate for almond milk. Mm -hmm. So skim milk is 80 calories per cup, but you can buy almond milk that's 30 calories per cup. It's higher in calcium, probably better for you. And it's fascinating to me, you know, 12 years ago when I mentioned almond milk, people had never heard of it, but we all know in the grocery store, you see tons of almond milk now. So that has caught on. Drinking lots of water, watching the calories and fruit juices. You know, California navel orange is around 65 to 80 calories, but one cup of of orange juice is 110. Mm. So it's better to eat your fruit, don't drink it. Absolutely. And the juices are full of sugar. Yes. Terrible. Start a garden. People are like, well, how do I do that? I live in an apartment. You have a balcony probably. You can grow a lot of food in three or four square feet. So if that interests people, do that. Become obsessive about reading the calorie labels because if I get tempted at the grocery store, you know, you should never shop when you're tired or stressed. But if you go in, you know, and you're hungry, you go down the chip aisle, that looks really tempting. But if I Mm -hmm. grab that package of chips or tub of ice cream and I say, okay, so if we eat the whole thing, we're going to gain a pound. Then it goes back on the shelf and we don't take it home. Coming aware of labels, very important. You know, another one of the authors in the food world, I think he has a good tip. He says, shop the perimeter of the store. The healthy stuff is on the edge. It's not in the aisles, generally speaking. Mm -hmm. And then food prep. You know, it takes time to shop, pair food, take food to work with you, cut back on going out to eat. These are all just good tips long term. And we know them, but it's often hard to put them into play. We have to keep working at it constantly. Absolutely. And it's hard to stay in the routine. It is. But the great message is, if you want to have ownership of your weight, you can have it. So this is one thing in life people can choose to change. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't change your DNA or maybe where you live but you can choose to eat healthy and manage your weight. And I think that's empowering. The owl diet, I love it because it works for anyone mm-hmm. of all ages, all genders, and people with multiple medical problems. I mean, I've had a man who came in on a scooter because he has MS. Obviously, he can't exercise. He did great. That is exciting for me. And, you know, I think in general as a community, we've got to do a much better job of this. And it starts at home with us, individual accountability. Do you offer virtual visits for people that are interested in the Al diet or wanting, you know, you to help them with their diet needs? So one of my goals for probably 10 years has been to grow this. Part of the challenge of that is as an aesthetic doctor, I've been so busy doing Botox and fillers and this and that. In the last less than a year, I worked hard to train physician assistants. So we have three who work at the med spa. And so in our business, like a lot of med spas has 
just exploded in the last year with COVID. Mm -hmm. They do a great job and it's allowed me to manage from home. And I've wanted to do my own podcasts, maybe do some uh, meditation tapes to answer your question, remote education. So we haven't had to do that. We get requests Mm -hmm. all the time. So I do want to set it up so you know, I have a Nebraska license. You'd have to live in Nebraska and then I can help you. I had a lady who called, actually, she messaged me from the Omaha airport on Saturday saying, I saw your billboard, checked out your website, looks great. Can I do your diet? But I'm flying home to Missouri. And unfortunately, I I can't help her. But someone who's licensed in Missouri could. Mm -hmm. So there's huge potential here for this to grow. Absolutely. Well, is there anything additional you would like to add? No, I I won't add anything more. I think I would suggest to owners of med spas that don't overlook the value of having a weight loss program. Mm -hmm. The demand is very high. A lot of physicians have not gotten into weight loss. They get busy doing other things, treating disease. It's very rewarding from a business point of view. Weight loss in the med spa world is a perfect partnership because people are coming in, balancing their hormones, wanting to improve the aging process of the face. Now more of us are doing body sculpting treatments, so non-surgically tightening skin, we're able to burn through radio frequency to remove small areas of fat. For people who need to lose 50 pounds, they need to lose, they need to diet first. You know, this is a program that can work well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think what you said earlier, I mean, people want to look good, but they want to feel good too. <laughs> Absolutely. It has to be a complete package. So you you have to be successful in the aesthetic world. You have to offer a variety of services, a menu of services. And I encourage people mm-hmm. to, to look at these types of programs because it's very rewarding to help people lose weight and be healthier. Absolutely. I could definitely see that. Well, thank you again for joining me. For more information on Dr. Abbott or the Al Diet, please visit omahamedspa.com or you can find his practice on Facebook at Omaha Med Spa. Thank you everyone for listening. Please make sure to subscribe and follow us on social media. Stay up to date on Colgen. Thank you again, Dr. Abbott. Thank you.